Whoa, I'm drinking a tasty beer on a night, and that can only mean one thing. It's the Natty Bros Podcast, Thursday night, and I'm Zach Brooks. I'm Anthony D'Angelo. Coming up on the pod, fantasy football, the bros go back to their roots as we ask, do you have what it takes to dominate your league? Your London is upon us. We talk about how to incorporate sports into your travels. We celebrate IPA Day in true Natty Bros fashion. With the Budweiser. Yeah, with 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 a Budweiser and and a coffee, so, <laughs> Bud heavy. Yeah, well, it's close enough to an IPA. If you had the choice between a Bud heavy and a coffee, I feel like that's yeah. If you take away the India, the pale, and the ale, you, <laughs> you have it. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, first, uh, how our house business. Um, if you're if you're not already, subscribe to us on iTunes. You can find us uh, on iTunes or through our website, nattybros.com. Follow us on Twitter, uh, at nattybros. Uh, also follow us on Vine. And you can send us an email, nattybrospodcast at gmail.com. The one and only. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I know, you know, this is this is kind of like the, the slow time for sports right now, right? You know, we've, we've got. It's like the, the, the time when it's just anticipation. It's the it's the uh, it's like a deep breath before the plunge. I mean, I'm sitting up here. Baseball's great; it's fun to watch. I'm enjoying it. Tigers are doing well, making some trades. Not so much for you. Um, I'm not doing that well. I watched. So, so first of all, for, for for those of you who may be new, I live in the Pacific time zone, which means that when daytime baseball games start. It's basically right when I'm getting to work, right? So, like, came in the office today. My my phone goes off. Da 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 da. You know, right? Like, you know, White Sox and Indians about to start. Great. Chris Sales on the mound, right? Should be a. Yeah, that guy's on my fantasy team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, just awful, just awful. After the sixth inning, I think we were down like five. And, you know, like, and, you know, I, I'm a Hawk apologist. I love uh, Hawk Harrelson. You love and, the Hawk. And, and he's just, like, depressed. It's just like, you know what? I'm done. I'm, I'm done. But have no fear because in a matter of, of weeks, really just in a, in a matter of hours, is uh, being a football season. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're right smack dab in the middle of training camp. Yeah, lots of people getting hurt. Yeah, it's fan- fantastic. It's fantabulous, <laughs> dropping racial slurs at concerts. Yeah, um, catch, catch the fever. But it's it's great. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. It's woo. Yeah, preseason. I, I I can't I can't wait for for quarter filled stadiums and and, and third string quarterbacks. It's gonna be fantastic. It's gonna be wonderful. So with with. Uh, preseason football. I feel like both of us are in the same boat where we're like, I'm not watching that. No. I'm not watching that. And August 16th or whatever day, the middle of August rolls around, and it's like, I'll oh, watch it. The Redskins are playing the Browns. <laughs> Why well, not? Yeah, <laughs> no, and, if you will. Yeah, I mean, you know, at, at least I have the fact that I that the English, you know, like soccer starts on the 17th. So, so like real soccer starts. On, on on the seventeenth, like like not like this preseason shit that they're doing now, but like the season starts 
I don't get some fatigue. So like, at least I have that look to look forward to. But if you're only a American football fan, you've got a little bit more to go. But I also call it I call it European soccer, actually. Or no, American soccer. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I mean, how could you? So they say like there's football, and then there's American football. Yeah, and there's soccer. And, like, and then that's it. It's just soccer. Like I was trying to figure that out. It doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, it, it's okay. Um, but the good thing is, is that we have fantasy football to allow us to pretend like real football is here uh, earlier. So you know, it's our fantasy. We can fantasize about football. Exactly. So again, for those of you who who are relatively new to the podcast or who have forgotten since, you know, we we started this. You know, we started this podcast really to talk about our fantasy football teams. Um, and it has evolved out of that to something that people actually could potentially care about. Because who cares about my fantasy football team? You and the person playing you. And probably week. not even the person playing me, really. They uh, care about their own. Barely. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so what, what we want to talk about. So, so, I mean, this is this is the second fantasy football season that the Natty Bros are going to be covering. Uh, which is exciting. Two two whole years of of, of uh, Natty Bros fantasy football coverage. This is this is something to celebrate. I mean, assuming we don't get raptured or blown up or Bruce Willis or something. Yeah, I, I mean, what? It's it's been a good run either way. Um, but you know, I I think that you know we 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 did a lot of in depth analysis last time, and we we went into a lot of stats. But before you even could potentially talk about any of that, you know, a lot of people right now are probably working to set up their leagues, right? They're, they're emailing friends. They're, they're trying to figure out, you know, who do I want? How many fantasy football leagues do I want to, do I want to be involved in? Um, you know, who do I want in my league? You know, do I want the weird guy from work? Do I want, you know, do I want the like weird guy that? I live with? Yeah. You know, like the <laughs> weird guy I live with, you know, who, you know, who all gets involved in that? So, you know, we're going to talk a little bit today about that. So I, I think I think first and foremost, what what defines a good league? I mean, what what, what to you? Because, I mean, I, well, for, first of all, how long have you been doing fantasy football? Uh, I started playing fantasy football my junior year of college, probably. Um, so like eight years. Yeah. I mean, you know, like LaDainian Tomlinson was like the far and away number one pick when I first started. Oh, my God. Football. Oh yeah, yeah. I I I remember. I think it was my second year that I played. Was that year that he had like however many he like he he broke the record for touchdowns that year or something like that. Yeah, and and it was just it was amazing because like I like I just felt invincible that entire year. It was it was it was great. I remember one of my earlier, maybe my second year playing fantasy. My buddy Ted, he had Marquise Colston as a tight end. But they started playing Marquise Colston at wide receiver. Yeah. And so he had a wide receiver at tight end and had like a huge boost. And now I think that so many people play fantasy, like that would not get by anymore. But at the time, yeah. it was so new. That was when he back when he had to pay for Stat Tracker. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I, I remember that. Stats. It, I mean, how much has fantasy football increased your interest level in the NFL? I don't think it, I don't think it has because I was interested in in, in the NFL to begin with. I, I think that it 
I think it's another outlet, but I don't think it has artificially increased my interest. Oh, see, I'm the opposite. Like, you know, I grew up as a Lions fan. Yeah. They've never really brought much to, to care about. And, like, I've liked, I've liked watching football in the random Monday night game, but um, fantasy football it makes it so that every NFL game is important for the most part, or at least every time slot of NFL games has some importance. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, and I, I think, I think that that's true. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I think that it, it has, it has broadened my knowledge of the NFL, right? I mean, players, especially if you play in deeper leagues, like I, I played in a 14 team league one year for fantasy football. And I was just like, this is a lot. Um, but you know, you, like I knew who like the third, you know, wide receiver was on every team. Yeah. Or the fourth, the backup cases. running back. Yeah. But the backup running backs are becoming more and more important too. Well, especially as, as more and more teams go to a two quarterback system. Running. Um, back. yeah, yeah. Two. Well, yeah. Um, so, so with all that in mind, you know what what makes a good league? When when you when you look back at all the leagues that you've played in, you know what what in your mind kind of defines the what the best league has been. I mean, I think competition and parity. When you got one guy who's got yeah, you know, who drafted Adrian Peterson in the fourth round, <laughs> um, and he just runs away with the league. That's not that's not that fun, um, okay. you know. And I think participation also. It's really important to have. Solid participation from everybody. Everybody setting their lineups. Um, everybody smack talking, trying for trades. Yeah, you, you know, I, I think that, and and I've got to say, you know, I think we we talked a little bit about this before. You know, I I've, I've been big into fantasy baseball up until this year, and and I just I just kind of stopped caring. Uh, again, bandwidth issue, kind of far. <laughs> you know, kind of a, a very reoccurring topic uh, on on the pod, but uh, you know, I th- I think that the fantasy football is is easy enough, right? Like you're not setting a daily lineup. Um, you don't like you don't have to do all that much research into it. Yeah, I feel like it's like the opposite of fantasy baseball. Like fantasy baseball, you have to check every day. Fantasy yeah. football, I want to be able to like check and do stuff with it more than I really need to. Yeah. There's only so much you can do. You can sit there and you can tinker with your lineup, but then you're a tinkerer. And sometimes it's not best to sit there and tinker with your lineup throughout the week and no. really and sit there and research. Like, it's just be- better to go with your gut. But if you're not picking somebody up or you're not making a trade, there's just not much to do on a day-to-day basis, you know, from Tuesday to Thursday. Yeah, and and I, and I I think that, you know, for you know, for the, for the most part what and I think I think you hit the nail on the head. What, what makes a good league is is the interaction between the, the, the people in the league, right? Which means that you know too many out of town guys can can sometimes. Uh, but you're the out of town guy right now. I am the out of town guy, and and I've I've been the out of town guy quite a bit because in in the, the in one of the leagues that I've been in for for a number of years. Everyone's spread out across the country. I mean, there, there's folks in D.C. and Vegas and in Chicago and um, in Seattle and in California. If you do that, you really got to be committed to the league. 
You, you, you really have to. everybody committed to, you know, hopping on a Google Hangout. And Google Hangouts and Skype make it way easier to sit there and have a, you know, a weekly kind of conference call type thing to talk about it. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and I think I think one of the things that, that people get, get caught up in, and I've seen this, this happen a couple of times, is I've, I've seen I've seen people that that just want to keep a, a lead going just because they've been doing it for a number of years. And and if if people aren't going to be dedicated to it, I, I think every year you you have to ask yourself, am I dedicated to this league? Right. And that doesn't mean that like like if you're in a league with with good friends of yours, it doesn't mean that, you know, hey, like like I don't want to be friends. Right. Like it like it 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 just means that, you know, you don't you just don't have time or, you know, you're just not in, into it as much as you have been. Right. And I mean, I used to play, well, I think the most leagues I've ever played in is two. Um, and I think that, I mean, that's a, I think that's a, that's a good question right there. What's the ideal number of fantasy leagues to play in? Cause we talked about not having a lot to do when you're in one league. So if you want to play fantasy football and have more, you know, I think there's an argument that for playing in more, multiple leagues, you know, I'm going to play in one this year and, and I, I know I'm going to get, you know, everyone usually gets invited to at least two or three. Well, you know, if you're cool enough, well, I mean, I, I, like odds are you're, you know, you know, at least two people in, in two different leagues. Yeah. I pissed off a friend last year by turning down his league. He was not happy. Yeah. I mean, I'm, he, I, I don't, I don't believe in doing more than two for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm only going to do one this year because, you know, I did, I did three last year and I, and I turned one, I turned one down. I actually, I turned two down last year. I did three and, and one of them just, I came in like third to last, right? Because I just, I didn't care. And I, well, and the, I argument, the argument in being in multiple is that if you get knocked out early in one, you still got some, you, you know, you still got something that you're interested in throughout the season. Uh, but I just feel like if you have, you know, you're just going to end up having your players go against each other, and the odds of winning two fantasy leagues are super and, slim. But the, the strategy I try a lot is I try to get a lot of the same guys. You know, I might not get that top guy the same in, in both leagues, but I'll try to get 75%, 60% of the team on both to match up so that I can just root for one guy. If he does well, then I do well in both leagues. Well, sure. And, and, I, and I think that, you know, to some extent, you know, people usually go with the draft strategy. Right. So, so you, you go in, you know, if you do a couple mocks or if you do a lot of mocks, you you kind of develop, you know, certain people that you go after. And then that's that's who you, you pick. Um, so, you know, we are we, we did a live draft last year. We're going to do one again this year. Um, you know, were you there at the live draft last year or were you gone? Is this our third season we've done this week? Yeah, we did one live draft at the bar. Which yeah, was fun. that was I actually really liked that because everybody was there. We kind of had free range of the bar, but then last year we just did it in my house. No, remember last year I was driving from um, from DC to Florida because it was right after my knee surgery. Oh right, yeah. So I I I think that and 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 I will say this because you know I mean I'll be doing I'll be drafting via Google Hangout this time. I think that that being an active part of of the draft process and not just being on like 
oh yeah, like I'll I'll just hit a button and like I don't really see anybody. I think that really sets. I, I think that can set the tone for a league and really make it um, something more more personal and more interactive. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that I think that whatever you can do to make the league more interactive and make people more committed to the league is important. Um, this year, you know, I'm, I'm running. I run our league. And for the first time, I sent a survey out to everybody with what they'd like to see in the league, you know, what different types of point settings they'd like to see, what they'd like to see for buy-in, any special rules. Uh, and I got, I mean, I got a pretty good response to that. The, the people you wouldn't expect to respond didn't respond. Um, but, you know, that's what, that's what happens in a league. Uh, one of the things I put in there, though, was I put, what do you want for the buy-in? And everybody seemed to say $25, because that was the least amount that I put. But... I'm really interested in doing a hundred dollar buy-in league next year, and here's why. I mean, a hundred dollars is a, a decent chunk of change, but you're going to yeah. win a lot if you win the whole league. And for a hundred bucks, you're not going to have anybody who's not set in their lineup. Yeah, I mean, I a hundred um, bucks up front seems like a lot, but when you think about it, it's eighteen weeks of football. I mean, it's like less than five dollars a week. Well, and it, it's also when you when you look at how much money you're going to end up spending at the bar like watching football, um, you know, it's, yeah, it, it's a paltry amount of, you're right. Over the course of 18 weeks, what was it really matter? No, exactly. Um, you know, you, you, we've, we've talked a lot about, about, you know, interacting and, and the importance of, of banter. Um, how, how do you, how do you encourage, I mean, look, you know, I, I so I, I've been, been rewatching the league the show on FX, which if, if you have, if you haven't watched it, um, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal show. Like I, like even just like the first few episodes, just rewatching it, I forgot how funny they were. Oh, yeah, there's, uh, I mean, I think every episode really lives up. Very few yeah. of them are, are not that good. Yeah. Um, but you know, their, their interaction, look, like these are guys who are professional comics and it's, it's all improv. And a lot of it's improv and you know, this is, it's supposed to be funny. But you know how do you how do you make the most out of that one and, and and how do you how do you avoid doing it in a way in which people's feelings aren't hurt? I mean, you got to check your feelings at the door, right? Yeah. I mean, there's some things that are off limits, sure, but for the most part, like people are going to talk shit, and I think that's a that's an important part of who you invite to your league is you yeah. need people who a can take it. And B, who know how to dish it out properly yeah. and not talk shit just for the sake of talking shit and it sounds kind of stupid. Yeah. But people actually kind of can can hold their own both in taking and receiving shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I think that's right. And, I, you know, I, I think that, you know, the same conversation you would have at a bar at whatever your bar is. If 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 you can't have that in the context of a fantasy football league, well, then it's just it's not probably not going to work out. Then the Iron Sheik has got a message for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, like, it, and the the banter can be, you know, I mean, it can be anything from making your team name, making fun of somebody else, or making your picture, you know, Photoshop a picture of somebody and make that your team picture. If you got a, some graphic design friends, I mean, there's all there's all kinds of stuff you can do, and I don't think anybody should kid themselves and think that their league is going to be the people from the TV show, the league. Yeah, no, I, I mean, that's just not it's just not realistic, right? 
But, you know, because we have lives. Yeah. Well, we have lives that that aren't edited out. Yeah. Right. And that that don't entirely revolve around the league. As, As much as we would like for our lives to predominantly revolve around football or fantasy football or sports. Yeah. They, they don't as much as we would like. And I, I heard an interview with Matthew Barry, and I guess he has a book that is coming out or just came out where yeah. he talks about all these kind of crazy fantasy football leagues he's heard about in his travels. Yeah. Um, and, and like there was one he talked about where the loser, like the last place team, the, the owner of the last place team has to get a tattoo at the end of the season. Um, or I've seen ones where the, the people who didn't make the playoffs have to throw a party for the people who did make the playoffs. Yeah. I really like some kind of incentive bonuses like that for, for teams. Um, yeah, I know you, too. you know, if you're, if you're kind of towards the bottom, you have a reason to keep trying because you don't want to be last or you don't want to be, you know, bottom three. Yeah. I mean, I, I also think that, you know, one of the things that we've talked about in our league is, is getting a trophy or getting like a last place, something. You know, I think we got I, a trophy last year. Really? Yeah. I believe we have, a, we, I think we have a trophy. Huh. Justin has it, I think, because I think he won. I thought Elliot won. No, Elliot won two years ago. Oh, it's so long ago. Like <laughs> it, it, it was. It seems like it's so so long ago. I mean, it was like eight months ago, pretty much. Like seven, like seven or eight months ago. It was like it was like last year at some point. Yeah. Well, actually, it was Wait. like this year, I think. Yeah, but like, but like early this year. Yeah. But actually, no. It was. It was kind of like because it's not like. You know, it's not like it went into the, the actual playoffs. No, yeah, so it was last year. Yeah, it's a long time ago. It's August, crying out loud. Where so, did the year go? I don't know. I, yeah. I, I, I would love to see some kind of incentive for our league and for all leagues uh, built in so that, if, you know, you, you have to keep trying. I know, like, Bill Simmons League, for example, all the teams that don't make the playoffs, one of those guys gets voted out each year. Uh, and there's a great video of Bill Simmons and his fantasy team kicking out John Hamm. <laughs> or I think maybe they're going to kick out John Hamm. It's it's just great. Also, yeah. I'd love to be in a fantasy league with Bill Simmons and John Hamm. Like like how how awesome would yeah that, that that would just be phenomenal. Yeah. No offense to the people in our league. You guys are great yeah. now, but you're not Bill Simmons or John Hamm. Yeah. God, I, I'm sure, I'm sure Justin, if he was listening, would just be so pissed off by. It. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, he doesn't listen to our podcast, so it's fine. Yeah, it, it's cool. Go screw yourself, Justin. Yeah. You take um, that trophy. Yeah. Shove it up your ass. <laughs> well, you know, let's see. That, that, now, that's an example of, example of good banter right there. Yeah. You can take that. You can copy it and use yeah. it for your fantasy leagues. Uh, one thing we didn't start, we didn't talk about that I'd love to, and, you know, I, I think we're probably wrapping up fantasy football talk shortly. Yeah. What do you prefer – Yahoo or ESPN? And is there another alternative to Yahoo or ESPN? So my, my first fantasy football league was on Fox Sports. <laughs> um, and that was in like 05. Um, I, think, I think I was probably the only one in the, in the survey that chose Yahoo, right? Sure. Yeah. 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 I, just, I, I used to it. be all about Yahoo. Yeah, I know. And ESPN's slowly gotten better. Now, finally, Yahoo and ESPN both have iPad apps that are actual iPad apps. Yeah. Um, and just I mean, and the great thing is, is you can mock draft on these iPad apps now. So I can just be sitting on my iPad watching TV with nothing to do and, and decide to do a mock draft. Yeah. It's like, why not? You know, YOLO. 
YOLO. Why not? Uh, and so I've really preferred the ESPN Fantasy app. Um, and so that, that sells it for me. Because they're so, I mean, they're so close. They're almost the same thing. Do you know anybody uses like CBS Sportsline? Um, yeah, I, I'm sure there are, there are some people. I'm sure a lot of them have Hotmail accounts. Yeah. Um, How does yeah. Google not have a fantasy football like service? I have I have no idea, but I would probably use it. I think everybody uses it. You know it would be good, and you know it would sync up with like your Google Chat, your calendar, and all that. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, and, and the thing is, if if you can like. Like there's got to be like bells and whistles that they get add to Hangouts. Oh for, yeah. Like like for for the draft. Like oh yeah, Google get on it. Well, if you know, if 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 you're playing fantasy football this year, if you're setting up a league, tweet at us at Natty Bros. Send us an email, Natty Bros. Podcast at, at, at gmail dot com, and uh, let let us know. Um, you know, let, let us know. You know, your ideas, your structure. What do, you, what do you like in a fantasy league? Yeah. And, and we're going to talk about this at a later time when we can actually have him on the podcast. But one of the guys in our fantasy league, when I asked what special rules would you like to see this year, su- he suggested no kickers. So chew on that. We're not going to talk about it right now. But but what do you th- what do you think about just not having kickers in a fantasy league? Yeah. I was in a fantasy league a couple years ago where we had no tight ends, but that was because the guy who set it up forgot to turn on tight ends. <laughs> so they just weren't tight ends for the year. And nobody realized until the draft. They were like, wait, why aren't there any tight ends? God. Um, well, you know, I'm still in that league. As we, as, as we move on to our next subject, I, I, I want to I break some brews right here. Uh, I, uh, I, hot off the presses, hot off of the G-Chat wire, uh, a uh, an anonymous source that we'll refer to as Mac Johnson. Uh, oh, he just, texted me. <laughs> just just chatted me and said that John Hamm is rumored for the new Batman movie. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> you, you heard it here first. Your uh, your your John Hamm Batman unsubstantiated rumors. <laughs> I think Mac Johnson might have been one of our viewers. And I think as soon as he heard us break his news, he dropped off because I saw that number dropped off. Either that, or we got a John Ham hater on the line. I don't know. <laughs> if you're if you're the, if you're somebody, and you're well. I guess you can't hear if you're the guy who dropped off. Yeah. Or or gal who dropped off. Yeah. Uh, uh, John Ham is Batman. I guess. I mean, he plays Don Draper pretty well. He could do Bruce Wayne, right? Not. Yeah, I, I I can't imagine him punching somebody though. Like, like, I'm sure he's punched somebody in Mad Men before. Yeah, possibly, but like, does does Batman have like an alcohol problem or probably? Yeah, I, if he doesn't, he could always start. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no better place to start. Y- <laughs> y- Yolo, right? Yolo, why not? Yolo. Um. Well, let's. Speaking of Yolo, I, I, that that is a very good, very good segue into our our next our next issue. Um. You know, this is this has been a big week for us. It's been a, a, a huge, a huge week for us. Um, Why because, is that? Because we bought our tickets to London this week. <laughs> We're flying on a Virgin Airline jet. Fucking nonstop. First class. Non- can't stop. First class stop. coach. Oh. <laughs> oh man, coach. <laughs> <laughs> Not Never really first class. Forget. Never forget. 
Um, we're not going to tell everybody what the dates that we're going to Yo London are yet, because we don't want you all stalking your favorite podcasters. In yeah, London. In, in London. Yeah, we, we have you know we have a huge listenership in London for, for those of you don't, who don't know. Yeah, they love John Ham over there. Yeah, huge. <laughs> I mean, we really are at risk of losing a lot of our our John Ham London listeners right now. So, <laughs> um, so you know, one one of the things and we're going to be there for about a week. Um, and, you know, one of the things that we're going to do is we're going to go to a, a Tottenham Hotspur uh, soccer game. Um, but, you know, it's also going to be during uh, college football bowl season and, and a bunch of other stuff. Oh, man. So so one of the things that, that I, I wanted to talk about was, you know, when, when you go on a trip like this, how, how do you, you know, how, how do you keep up with sports? Or, or not, not even, you know, if you go overseas, but just if you're traveling in general, you know, how – how difficult is it to, to keep up with sports and, 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 you know, what, what can you do to take advantage of uh, your travels? I mean, it's much easier now than it used to be. Sure. It used to be very hard to keep up with sports, but this trip is, is tough because it is going to be during the heart of bowl season. Yeah. Uh, I love the bowls. I could watch all of them. Uh, I probably won't be able to watch as many this year as I have in previous years. But the very first thing I did was I looked at when our flight times were, and what potential bowls Michigan State could be in yeah. during the flight. Because that's really the only way I feel like that we could miss. If there's a bowl we had to watch, the only way we would miss it is being in the air. Well, is so, – so, and I, I looked on Virgin Airlines' website, and I, I, couldn't, I couldn't quite figure this out. Like, I know, like, on, on JetBlue, you, they have DirecTV. I think Virgin has DirecTV. Yeah, so – But I'm not positive. So we sh- – I mean – it, you know, depending on, on what network it's on, we, we might be able to watch a poll game. Yeah. Right. Well, and it, I mean, as it turns out, if on the way there, it would be during the um, Little Caesars Bowl, which they could be in. But I mean, if they're in that, like, that's kind of a disappointing season. Yeah. Uh, or on the way back it could be during the Sugar Bowl. Uh, um, I mean, you're, you're hoping. That'd I mean, be amazing. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're hoping for the Rose Bowl, right? Or, right. or, or whatever like, the national championship game is. But I mean, but if they're in the Sugar Bowl, I, A, I'd be, I'd be sad because they're in the Sugar Bowl and I can't go in New yeah. Orleans. Um, but, you, I mean, with bowl games, it's hard because you just don't know until a couple weeks before when they're going to be playing. Yeah. No, so, no, that, that, that's very true. So, um you know what? Uh, so, you know when when you go to a place, especially when you, when you go overseas, and and you you've you've never been to London, right? You've been to France a couple times. Yes. Um. So you know what? Like I'm I'm trying to think. So what what can we do to take advantage of sports in in the UK and in Ireland or like other places that we can that we can travel. Well, when is that like Jacksonville Jaguars London game? <laughs> we go to that. If if we go to a freaking Jaguars game, I wouldn't go to a, a Jaguars game if I lived in Jacksonville. Like I don't, <laughs> like I just don't care. Um, All right, so American but, but, football but, is out. But but I, I I will I will look it up. <laughs> um, I mean, it could be right around that time. Yeah, I. I I guess. I mean, if you're if you're really in that big of a hurry to watch Blaine Gabbert play, uh, cool. Denard Robinson's going to be on that team. Offensive weapon. Oh my god! I, n- n- now I definitely don't want to go. 
Oh, um, where, where even the? Yeah. I, yeah, Twitter I mean, us. Let us know when this. Let us know when this game is. That's in London. If you watch. Yeah. If you watch pro football in London. Um, so, I, I mean, like, I, I don't know. Besides soccer, what else is kind of big over there? Um, I mean, obviously, we're gonna go to the Tottenham Hotspurs game. That they Tottenham does play against uh, against Manchester United uh, while we're there, but it's at Manchester United. Yeah, I don't know how we're, far away that is. Um, I wouldn't want to get killed though. <laughs> well, you know, I mean that 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 that's that's a possibility as well. Um, God, when who who are they playing? When when they play overseas? Oh, I don't even know. It might not even be Jacksonville. No. <laughs> I, they play. I thought that was just an annual thing, but maybe not. And and now I I never have any other excuse to go on on, on the Jacksonville Jaguars website. <laughs> um, delete that from your history. Yeah, seriously. That, that, that's that's like football porn. It's just like I, I don't want anybody to know I ever went on the Jacksonville Jaguars website. <laughs> incognito mode. Yeah. <laughs> Always incognito mode. Um. So you know what, what? What else do you think? How how important do you think it is to? So for example, okay, so we're going to we're going to Spurs. You know, we're going to see Spurs uh, play Stoke City on um, on on the twenty on December twenty eighth. So how how important do you think it is to um, you know to to kind of get that that full fan experience? So and I, and I'll preface it by saying this: so we will be sitting in in like the Spurs home fan section. Right. Oh, man. I got to do some homework. <laughs> I got to learn some cheers. I got to buy like a t-shirt or a, a kit as they call them. Well, it, it's, it's also going to be December 28th. So, uh, you know, p- perhaps a t-shirt. May, may, you can get a scarf. Oh, I, I, a scarf, maybe. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I have multiple scarves. So you can maybe I'll wear my head. Redskins jersey. Just be like, <laughs> a dumb American. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I got to learn the cheers. The other thing is, is like for you, you're you're a hardcore Tottenham fan. I've yeah. watched one or two games. Um, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to start watching them to to prepare, so that I'm not in there. Somebody's like, oh, who's your favorite player on Tottenham? And I'm like, I the the white dude. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like there there are probably some players that, that you would. Uh, I know Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> <laughs> Right, uh, dreamy. He's on the team. <laughs> yeah, we well, you know there, there, there's some talk about about selling him to uh, to another uh, another show. So, oh, like General Hospital. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it would you know it'd be a step down, but he'd get more he'd get more FaceTime on that show than he would on on the other. So, yeah, yeah it, it could work out for him. Um, well, you know, if 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 you have any. You know, if if you're out there wasn't it still, and if, if you know if, if you've traveled overseas and you you have, you know if if you have tips on on a how to, you know, how to how to like really plug into a sports culture in a new place, or you know how to stay in touch with what's going on back home, uh, tweet at us at Natty Bros or, um, you know, email us Natty Bros Podcast at gmail dot com and let us know. And I mean, what I like to do when I travel too, and what we what we have done, uh, even when we've gone to Baltimore. Is you just go and find a local sports bar, yeah. Go and watch the local game with some people who live there, and and learn, you know, learn the learn the sports culture over there. Yeah, and and, and I I think it, you know, and and to use Baltimore as an example, 
you know, going to Slancha, which is a, a fantastic, it's, it's, it's our favorite bar in Baltimore, you know, you know, to, to go there and, you know, just, you know, just, to, you know, to, to meet people. And again, to, to really learn, I, I think it, it kind of, it helps you build your own culture wherever you are. So, um, and, and, you know, this will be nice considering I, I now live in a, a city with no professional sports teams. Um, so it's not like I, I have ready access to that. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, let's, uh, let's, 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 let's move, move on. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's open up, let's open up our, our favorite case, a uh, mixed case. Mix it up. Let's, let's mix it on up. Uh, so today we, we mentioned this at the top of the top of the program. It's a national IPA day. Is it national or international? It seems kind of pointless to be national Ooh. IPA day because it's Ooh. India pale ale. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I, I, I've just been calling it IPA day, which seems like it's like missing something. Yeah, like a national or international. It, it's not like a local IPA day. No, it's not it's DC not... IPA day. It wasn't really promoted that much, except you know a couple bars promoted it, and I heard about it from coworkers who went, we went out for happy hour after work for IPA day. Oh, oh, is is the is the bar near our house? Are, are, they, are they promoting it with with great specials and oh yeah, IPA tastings? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to go there, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I was a, it was a, a bar that has plentiful beer selection. Um, and got got lots of tastes of of pretty awesome IPAs. Uh, I know you're not an IPA fan. Are there any that you like? Two Hearted, um, Avery IPA, Hop Slam. Um, I like Hop Slam. Like I think it's kind of hard to hate on Hop Slam. It's a pretty phenomenal beer. Um, and I'm not I'm not really like a, a like a, usually if I drink beer, I'm going to drink it in mass you know mass quantities, and you know I don't really. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like I, I, I can just, I can go nuts on that. And I, I, you know, an IPA, you know, you want, you want to, you want to sip it, you want to savor it. I, I, I leave the sipping and the savoring to my, my, my gin or, or my scotch. Ah, so, um, like, like the, the, the drinking man scotch, for example, doers, doers. Um, so yeah. So, you know, again, if you're, uh, if you're enjoying a, a quality IPA, you can, um, you can check into it on Untapped, where you can find an, both of us. And there's an IPA Day badge on Untapped. It's got a, it's actually a pretty cool looking badge. It's got a great logo on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I don't. I'll have to look up what my beer of the week is from one of my IPAs from today. But now I'm just yeah. drinking the King of Beers Budweiser, and God. I'd love to talk about this Budweiser can. Yeah. Wait, 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 hold on. Is that is that the one that kind of looks like a bow? No, so they're making one that's like the shape of a bow, not a natty bow, yeah. like a bow tie. Yeah. No, this one is just it's like it almost looks painted. It's it's just very classic looking. Yeah, I like it. And they have the the tab at the top. Yeah. You can see it's got a little crown in it. Yeah. Um just a, this is a classic can. And I think the can does a lot for the beer. Yeah, I, I I can respect that. Um, yeah, I can definitely respect that. Yeah, let's let's uh, you know, let's let's move on to uh to the next the the, the next uh, next beer in our, our next case. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of kick this off by asking you a question. If, if you were to race an animal, which which animal? And 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 you know, not including sloths or turtles. Uh, well, 
But if you know, if, <laughs> if you had to not race an animal, which which animal would you not race? I mean, probably like a a shark. Be kind of hard. Not a great swimmer. Yeah, but like, but if it like was on, on land, yeah, on land, like like, I mean, a, like land a, a, shark. a cheetahs are supposed to be pretty fast, right? I, I think cheetahs are supposed to be pretty fast, and yeah. you know, and 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 uh, two two NFL superstars, uh, Chris Johnson of of the Tennessee Titans and Devin Hester of uh, my my Chicago Bears, have agreed to race a cheetah on Nat Geo Wild this fall. Um, okay. Uh, interesting. I don't really, beyond, beyond that little bit that I saw, I don't, I don't really know why. So it was Chris uh, Johnson and who was the other one? De- Devin Hester. Front I door. mean, I guess those are the two guys I would pick to race a cheetah. And <laughs> like, like, I, I think cheetahs can run like 60 miles an hour. So I said 200 miles an hour. Somebody's like, no, they don't run. No, miles no. It's I, I think they top that at like 60 or 65. But does it take them a while to get going? Like maybe they can make the race short enough that the cheetah can't get going. No, no. I I, I think like you know first they they have four legs. Actually, Han, uh, cheetahs can run according to Wikipedia. Oh, they they they, they can run um, yeah between 70 and 75 miles an hour. Okay. Um, so are they going to race them by driving or running? Because that would be a great loophole. I'm, I'm assuming. I'm assuming that there'll be some. I'm, I'm assuming it's a running thing. Like, and if it wasn't, otherwise you could just get a couple of fat guys in a car and, and do it. <laughs> like that. That's not. You know, that's not really you know anything interesting. Do you think there's any chance these guys beat a cheetah? No. No, I, like I, I think I think humans top out at like twenty or twenty five miles an hour, like the fastest ones. But those guys aren't in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, like they they run like they just run for a living. That's all they do. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, look, if if this does something to like encourage, um, you know, I don't know, you know, like cheetah preservation, then great. But whatever, so I probably won't watch it. Nat Geo, though, they do a lot of National Geographic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, you know, I, I, I know we've, aside from, aside from hamming it up, we, we really haven't, uh, we haven't talked a lot of, a lot of pop culture on this pod. Um, but we, 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 we both saw a movie trailer, that I, I just saw it before the podcast, that, that, that piqued our interest. American Hustle. Yeah. I mean, Probably the best cast I can remember in a very long time. Bradley Cooper, Christian Bale, Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, Amy Adams. Amy Adams. Uh, I feel like there's another male cast member that's pretty good. Oh, uh, Jeremy Renner is in it. Yeah. Directed by David O. Russell, who directed uh, The Fighter yeah. and other and, uh, great movies. He, he, he did Silver Linings Playbook. And Silver Linings Playbook. Um, he, he also did Three Kings, which I think is a, a, a really underrated movie. Yeah, I liked Three Kings when I saw it. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, so I think this comes out in the fall, I believe. Yeah. Um, I mean, it has to come out in the fall or next year. Yeah. Uh, and it takes place in the 70s. It sounds like it's about a con artist who uh, steals artwork and an FBI agent. And they, I don't know exactly what happens, but it's just a 70s movie. It's yeah. got Led Zeppelin in the trailer. Check it out. 
Yeah. Check it out. Looks well, good. Yeah. And, well, and you know, I want to I want to touch on the Wolverine, even though you haven't ooh. seen it yet. All right. Uh, I thought it was great. I liked it a lot. Um, it's 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 probably the best I've seen Hugh Jackman play the Wolverine in any of the movies. I mean, maybe that's because he had the whole movie to himself, pretty much. Yeah. Um, it was a story that a storyline I didn't think was going to be very interesting, but I I was caught my attention the whole time. Um, and at the end of the movie, there is uh, a little nice little nice surprise if you're interested in the new X-Men movie, Days of Future Past, like I am. Which you'll, you'll be hearing a lot about over the oh. until until it comes out. Yeah, and then from, once from it us. comes out, then reviews of it. Uh, also, yeah. in the Wolverine, there's a scene where they're fighting on top of the bullet train, which you've probably seen in the previews. Yeah. Uh, that scene, you know, I figured it was just going to be a generic scene that I'd be kind of bored with. It was actually... Uh, really well done in one of the best scenes in the movie, which was surprising because yeah. I didn't think it was going to be that good. Well, so if, if you uh, if you have some time this weekend, check it out. And if you like it, tweet at us. Or if you hate it, tweet at us. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Or if whatever. you just feel like tweeting, tweet at us. Yeah. Yellow. Yeah. Um. Well, let's. Um. You know what? Let's let's chug it on up here. Let's let's close it up strong. Let's go to the chug. Um. You know, we 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 mentioned. We uh, we mentioned some fall beers. Um, is it is it too early? You know, there's some fall beers already starting to come out. Yes, it's August first. It's yeah, I, I agree. It's too early for fall beers. So yesterday, I was outside my office walking to grab lunch, and the liquor store across the street was getting a shipment of Sam Adams Oktoberfest, uh, wow. to which my my coworker was really excited about because she's like, oh, I love fall beers, and I love I love football and fall, and I wow. agree. Everything about fall is awesome and excellent. In fall, it, yeah, not in July, not when it's ninety degrees outside. It's you know, it, pumpkin beer is great, fall beer is great. It, it should not be out. When, when do you think it should be out? Labor Day. Yeah, I think I think after Labor Day, fair game. It's, it's like wearing really white. Cold. Yeah, it's exactly like wearing white. I guess I'm wearing white before yeah, Labor Day. I'm, I'm also wearing white. I um, think is it, is it white before Labor Day or white after Labor Day? I thought it was Arbor Day. No, oh, come on. <laughs> Arbor Day. <laughs> that guy. Um, <laughs> so I don't I don't really know what your your second um I don't I don't know you, an ode to Ritz crackers. I I mean I, I thought we did a whole sandwich podcast. I don't, this I don't... is not Ritz sandwiches. So oh. I walked out of the bar earlier and it smelled like Ritz crackers. So I pulled out my phone and I added it to the list. Ritz crackers are awesome, right? Like, just Ritz crackers, you top them with anything. You top them with peanut butter, jam. I mean, we're, we'll talk about bread spreads another time, but, like, you can put... I can't wait. I you can put whatever wait. you want on Ritz crackers. I mean, they're just great, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, w- without a doubt. Um, I mean, they're also just fine by themselves. Like, I feel like in a, in a, in a pinch, like a handful of Ritz crackers, and, and even the mini Ritz... You, you, you can do a lot with that. Can't go wrong with Ritz crackers. No, no. This is the official podcast of Ritz crackers right here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and inversely, Ritz crackers are the official cracker of the Natty Bros podcast. That's that's the one. Yeah, that is the one. Also, saltines are highly underrated. Ritz are better, but saltines are also pretty good. I like, all right, oyster crackers, Ritz crackers, saltines. Power rankings, go. 
Goldfish, Ritz crackers, saltine crackers, oyster crackers. Can, can Way you, below. Oh, did you put oyster crackers at the bottom? Yeah. <laughs> what? Come on. Oyster crackers Come. are just small saltines. No, they're not. They're they, small they, teens. No, hold on. If, if we're including goldfish, which I, I think is somewhat unfair. Because they're – I mean goldfish are like – Because they're flavored. We're, we're, we're talking just generic buttery you can get You can get original goldfish and they're also really good. Like non-cheddar goldfish? Yeah. Oh, there's pretzel goldfish. There's you know the crazy flavors of goldfish. And there's original goldfish, which is the original flavor of goldfish – uh, and those were meant to just be soup crackers, and they're shaped like fish because they float around yeah, soup that, like that, fish. Yeah, that's basically just oyster crackers, but in fish form. And, and, fish, and, fish, and, and you can use hashtag fish form if you're still with us. And use the pH fish form if you're uh, yeah. if you're a hippie. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're rocking the gun. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I saltines are at the bottom. They 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 crumble too much. Like, like you get a pack of saltines, odds are they're they're halfway disintegrated to, to begin with. At, at least with um, with oyster crackers, you know they're gonna they're gonna stay upright. All right, I, I mean, I like I I would go Ritz crackers number one, then goldfish. You 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 can't you can't put anything on goldfish, all right? Like there, there's no there's no accompaniment. It's not the on, it's the in. Yeah, but, but you 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 can you can dip you can dip a Ritz you can you can dip goldfish. It, it's hard to dip goldfish. Stop it's it! Hard. It's no. hard to dip goldfish. Yeah, yeah. Don't even don't even try. A- anyway, if if you if you have strong opinions on crackers, uh, and, and if you have strong opinions on on uh, bread spreads, you, you should keep keep listening. You should subscribe so you can you can hear our bread spreads podcast, which will be coming someday. Yeah. Um, and, and, and one other food related topic real quick. So my roommate Jeremy went to a screen on the green uh, of E.T. a couple yeah. weeks ago. And he bought a couple bags, a couple of big bags of Reese's Pieces, which is, a, I mean, that, that's a great snack to take to E.T. Sure. Yeah. 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 Because it's, it's featured in the movie, right? Right. He didn't finish them. So we've had just these two bags of Reese's Pieces in our in our kitchen for the last couple of weeks. That you just go and grab a handful and just uh, like Reese's pieces all up in your throat. <laughs> you, just re- you just Reese's pieces all up in your throat. It is just fantastic. So Reese's pieces. <laughs> the official pieces of Nutty Bros yeah, podcast. Piece, they're my piece. Uh, what do you think about Erlacher on Fox Sports One? Eh, fine. I don't know. Like. I mean, we'll see. You, you, I feel like you, you never really know with these guys. You know. They it's it'll be interesting because we got Erlacher on Fox Sports One and Ray Lewis on ESPN. One guy didn't stab somebody. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. Yeah, yeah. allegedly. Well, no, I, I thought it was a, also an accessory to be to, to a shooting. Right? Was 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 Lewis? Maybe that's what it is. I don't. I don't really remember. Yeah. Anyway, um, well, speaking about other stuff that I really don't care about. Um, Johnny Manziel, you know, I, I really wish that he didn't win the Heisman last year. I'm, I'm already tired of hearing about him. Like, I didn't think that I would get tired of him, but it's just this off season. All it is is about his, how much he's partying yeah. and, uh, this person is concerned and this person is concerned. And, 
his dad thinks that his behavior, he's take care of his stress by drinking. And who cares? Yeah. He's a college athlete. Are you telling yeah. me he's the only college athlete that, that cares? And ESPN is contributing to this with their bottom line. Just ridiculous. Oh, totally. Without a doubt. My brother um, called him the anti-Tim Tebow. And that's pretty true. But ESPN loves him just as much. Well, sure, because he, I mean, it's an, it's an easy story to talk about. Yeah. So, and then finally, uh, speaking of uh, college football, uh, the, the preseason rankings are out. Uh, of course, Alabama is number one. Ohio State, number two. Uh, with Ohio Oregon State's going to be good this year. Yeah. They, they had originally kicked that running back, uh, Carlos Hyde, off the team, and then, oh, he's back. They let him back yeah. on. He's just kicked off for three games now because, oh, yeah, Ohio State thinks they can win the national championship this year. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and you know the other ones, some some other some other notables. Um, I don't know. You've got you have Stanford number four. I think is going to end up being the best team this year. I've from watching. I was watching a game they played last year. Yeah, against Oregon, and they didn't lose too many guys. And um, I, I'm I'm I think they're going to be pretty good. Well, you know, I I, I hate to. I, I hate to bring this up, but you know, it, it you know, you've got you've got Michigan at seventeen. I mean, just just go ahead and and, and give them the national championship right now. I mean, I that's mean, fine. They, Let them be seventeen. They're they're going to get there because of their name. But yeah, it, it, um, that, 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 I I think I told you that I I found the uh, the Michigan State bar here in in Vegas. You did. You did. Yeah. So I'll have to uh have to see if I if I find. Vegas doppelgangers for for everybody at, at at the lounge. You'll be you'll be leading the MSU cheers. Be great. Probably probably will be. Yeah. Probably will be. What do you um, think about Notre Dame at number eleven? You know, I th- th- this whole thing with um with, with our, our quarterback situation really really worries me. You know the the ever so like 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 this whole, like the, everything with Everett Colson is just infuriating. I hate Tommy Reese. I just really, I like, I, Seems I think like most, that, most Notre Dame fans do. Yeah. I mean, he's just, he's like anti-clutch. Um, I don't know. Like we haven't only had a really good recruiting class, but I just, I really don't. If, if we end up again, as long as we beat Michigan and as long as we beat USC and, and do marginally well with everything else, I'll be happy. And Michigan State is uh, others receiving votes. I think they were twenty eighth, yeah, uh, on this poll. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, you know, the, these the last couple of years, the team that's been ranked number one has not gone to do anything. USC was number one last year, and the year Auburn won a couple of years ago, they were unranked to start the season. So you never know. Yeah. Well, let's um, you know, let, let's 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 move on. Um, beer of the week time. Wrapping things what, what, up. What, you yeah. go first. You go first because I got to find my beer of the week. You know, I am. Um, I have not been drinking a lot of beer lately. I I had a I had a Magners uh, cider. Um, I actually I checked into one, but I had five during the uh, the Gold Cup final. Um, well, I've been drinking a lot of gin lately, and you know we, we we don't have a gin of the week segment, but so that's fairly irrelevant. But I've been drinking a lot of gin. It's it's hot here. And uh, you know, gin, gin and tonic, very refreshing. Uh, I need you to kill some time because my untapped. I had a really good beer when oh. I was when I was uh, 
at the bar earlier, and I can't yeah. find the name of it now. Um, you know, I, 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 I will say this. I think one of the one of the interesting things about being out west is is the you know, the number of West Coast breweries that we just didn't get when I was in, in, in D.C. Um, and and I've got to say, you know, I I, I, I miss, you know, I, I miss Natty Bo. I miss the um, what's I, I miss D.C. Brow. I, I, I miss a lot of those East Coast beers. Yeah. I mean, the West Coast has got good beers, though. There's great California beers, but uh, great Colorado beers. But you're not, you know, you're not you're not a hoppy beer kind of guy. So it might not be your thing. Exactly. Uh, so I had a Scratch 99 Wit Beer. I think it's pronounced Wit Beer from Trogues. Uh, huh. Very light, very crisp, refreshing. Um, I highly recommend it. Trogues is usually really good. And the Scratch 99, I think you would like the Scratch 99 if you can find it. Um, find it by Trogues. Good stuff. Yeah. There, there you go. And uh, with that, thanks everyone for, for tuning in tonight or. Uh, Remember, you, you happen to be listening to us. Again, follow us uh, on Twitter at Natty Bros. Uh, visit our website, nattybros.com. Um, uh, com. Where, where you can subscribe to us on the iTunes. And uh, make sure you subscribe on the iTunes because we're going to have uh, some good podcasts coming up. Yeah. We got some good guests who want to come on. We got some interesting things to talk about. So subscribe so you never, ever, 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 ever miss an episode. Yeah. And with that, uh, we'll see you next time. Yellow. Yellow.